Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. few things that have happened since we've been on the air here that Spencer has been giving us. to reverse order. The public information on the uh, Gronk field goal kick. First Super Bowl, FanDuel's first Super Bowl commercial will be Gronk, Gronk attempting a 25-yard field goal live sometime in the third quarter. No details as to where, so you may have just uh, leaked the news that he's doing it at an Arizona high school field. And I'm going to say I'm an idiot, and I don't want FanDuel to get mad at me. So if I said something that was completely out of my ass, I'm going to say that right now just okay. to cover myself. Continue. Uh, Mahomes is the MVP. That's official. Nobody's surprised there. No. Uh, um, Hall of Fame class. I reported earlier today, no Devin Hester, uh, but it is a good Oh, class. congratulations on all your success. Thank you, sir. Well, I mean, someone had to name drop after you picked up or left all those names on the ground. Uh, Joe Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Darrell Revis, Zach Thomas, Rondé Barber, then Don Coriel, Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko, and Ken Riley uh, made it in. I joked today when I people were like, well, I wonder who's going to get in. I was like, well, I don't have a source on this, but I also I am able to exclusively report that Darrell Revis is making it in the Hall of Fame. He's the best cornerback I've ever seen. Better than Dion. That was the only other one that I could that I could even name. And I think that Revis's physicality. Like so gives gives him the edge. I'm a big Revis guy. I'm happy that he's in. Uh, I have a quick. Tell me what you would have done with this information. Okay. So like three hours ago, um, at like the hotel where like all of the NFL people are staying. Like I'm literally in a hotel bar and Kyle Brandt is there and Mike Garofolo and um, James Palmer and all these people are like having a couple of like I won't even say couple of drinks. They were like hanging out before they went over to do this honors event tonight, on uh, Thursday night when we taped this. And I'm talking to the PR girl for the Dolphins. And I said, why are you out here? And she goes, I'm here because I have to set up the Zoom call for one of our players who's going to go into the Hall of Fame tonight. So I hear that and I know it's Zach Thomas. Yeah, you're a very smart man. If you're me. Do you just get on Twitter and say breaking Zach Thomas has been elected into the Hall of Fame? What do you do? I mean, I'm okay. Like, because I thought about doing that. And I'm like, if I burn a bridge with the Dolphins PR girl, I don't give a shit. I'm not. What is she going to do? Tell me that I can't talk to Tua? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, what is it? You know, that gets you some retweets. Gets you a little credibility in the news. Yeah, and I'm world. like, you know, but you, you know what I would, and I, you know what, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what, like, this is not worth it for me. Good for you. 
So you would have done the same thing? I would have done the same thing, but I did. I, I So I debated on sharing the Hester news because I was like, I wonder if he doesn't know yet. And no, he, he knows. Have... They've known for like three weeks. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Because you know what? They have to do the knock thing. And, oh, we're back to doing the knock. And But hold on. So I asked about the knock. Yeah. And I'm like, is that big, giant human? Yeah. Uh, David Baker. It? David Baker, yeah. I'm like, so she was at Zach Thomas's house. And I'm like, so you got to see the big, giant human do the knock. And she's like, he's out. David Baker is not – maybe he's not with the Hall of Fame at all, but that role – She's like, it's a guy that's like five six and looks like an accountant. Oh, who does the knock now? Which I takes. Even, the, I wouldn't even want to be in the Hall of Fame if I don't get the knock from. I want that big guy who looks like a game like the remember the whole door character from Game of Thrones. <laughs> like I want the guy, I want the guy who looks like the grown up version of that. <laughs> yeah, ushering me into Canton. That was so cool when he did yeah. that. Yeah. That was. Remember, he surprised like Jimmy Johnson on like live TV, and he looked like he was a monster <laughs> when he did that. Yeah, it was hilarious. He made he made Howie Long look small. Uh, Spencer's telling us that uh, David Baker retired last year. Uh, all right, so I wanted quick. it to be something more salacious than that. Honestly, I know that's kind of a bummer. Just got tired from carrying. Around I wanted him to like be caught up in like a Michael Irvin scenario almost. Where David Baker is like women frolicking to him. Bachelor. No, not not really. But anyways, yeah. Um, all right. So, how many how many bets have you placed so far? What what bets do you want to sell each other on here? I, I only have a couple. You only have a couple. I got a couple for it. So I mean, I I told you on over. I, I like the over. What about Gainwell over 16 and a half rushing yards? Boston Scott is a goal line thing. Yeah. Obviously, Sanders and Hertz are options one and two. 16 and a half. They should be able to run the ball. They're going to try to keep everybody fresh. So, so, like, there are a few player props in this game that almost seem too good to be true. And Gainwell is one of those. Like I bet it, it seems, early, so I can't even I can't even tell you what it is right now. But I I bet it, it as soon as I saw it. Yeah, it seems obvious that he's going to do that. You know, just like I'm thinking of the Giants game, for example. Like even last game, wasn't he in the seven? Was he in the 60s or 70s like against 60. the 60s? Yeah, yeah. Like that just seems so easy to me, but. Those ones always spook me and freak me out. Um, you know, the Travis Kelsey receiving prop does that to me. I know, like, it's moved up where I think it's to 79 and a half now. That's so far below his playoff career average that I'm like, what do they know that I don't know? Mahomes passing yards is another one of those. I think he's at 292 and a half. I think everybody in the world is going to want to bet the over on that. Like, even if you think the Eagles are going to win the game, you might be like, well, they got to throw to like keep themselves in it. Andy doesn't want to run the ball, right? Hit that over. So that's really my way of saying, like, 
I kind of like a lot of the Eagles props, like a lot of the passing props. Like, I feel like they've done so little in the passing game in the playoffs that a lot of people have set those numbers low based on what's happened the last two or three games. And I almost feel like they're due to go off in the passing game. Like, Hurts is 242 and a half, I think. AJ I see, Brown. I see, a, I see a 238 and a half on the 238 board. 238 right and now. a half. I think AJ Brown's like 72 and a half. Um, I think Devontae Smith's like right around like 60 yards. I think Dallas Goddard's right around like 50 yards. Like, I think I'm going to bet all four of those. Overs. Yeah. Yep. Gainwell's up to 19 and a half, by the way. Uh, I see you're, you're a believer in Jalen Hurts passing. Well, I mean, to the, the extent where like, if he has 250 passing yards, are you going to be like, man, he really lit the Eagle? I mean, lit the Chiefs up? No. No. It's such a low bar. But he it has is. cleared that bar the last few weeks. That's why it's so low. Right. And they, they, by design, man, they, they are the best running team in the NFL. And there are some things that they're going to be able to do that the Chiefs just will not be able to stop. Like, because nobody can. Their offensive line is incredible. Like when, when they get the, those third and one, fourth and one type things, and Sirianni's the most aggressive fourth down coach in the NFL this year by a fairly sizable margin. Like that, that's just going to be a thing that that the Chiefs are going to have to deal with. You know, do do they hold them to field goals at any point? Because they're going to get their yards. They're go, they're going to move the ball. It's just in the red zone to me. Do they do they stop it? Um, what do you think about some of these sack numbers? The number is five and a half sacks for the game. The Eagles have four players who've gotten double digit sacks this season. Mahomes is reportedly better than he was last time and mobile, but we know they're going to pass a ton. Yeah. We don't know how much the Eagles are going to pass, but they still can have those fluky plays that are like kind of like runs where they get tackled behind the line of scrimmage and you could get lucky and have one of them ruled a sack. Plus, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Chiefs actually a pretty good sack team in the NFL, even if they're not a good takeaway team. The juice suggests that this should be an under. You get plus 122 right now on over five and a half sacks. That interests you? It interested me. Yeah, so the Eagles only had one against the – Niners, which is crazy when you think back on like, well, wait a minute here. Do I have that right? Maybe I don't. They had, they had three. So they had three against San Francisco in Kansas city had, let's see here. They had five. So, I mean, Eagles offensive line, obviously much better yeah, than like, Bengals offensive line. I, I, I'm, I'm tempted to go the under because these are the two highest sacking teams in the league. I think the gut instinct is to just go over that, but I also think that the quarterbacks are mobile enough, even with Mahomes being better, like you said, we're like, I think they're going to get out of there. Like, I kind of like Mahomes' over rushing yards prop, which I think is 19 and a half. 
Because I think not on design runs, but I think he's going to get out of there and try to make plays with his feet enough in the game where as long as you're not getting screwed by, like, kneel downs at the end of the game, like, I think they'll have, like, 25 rushing yards in this game, maybe 30 rushing yeah, yards. Yeah, 19 so. and a half, you're on it. Yeah, like, I'm – there's some trepidation on my part, Danny, because – I think like Hertz is going to get out of there at the first sign of trouble. And I think Mahomes will do that more in the Super Bowl now that he knows that it's the final game of the year and what he's up against with that Eagles pass rush. Yeah. I haven't bet that one. I wanted to talk it through with you. I was, I was just, I wasn't shocked by the number because of what you, because of the Eagles offensive line, because of the mobility of the quarterbacks, but I was surprised that it was juiced to the under. That's what surprised me so much. Plus one twenty two on over at that number felt like a pretty good deal to me so um, one of your good your your former co-host carrington harrison is trying to convince me of a bet he thinks that instead of betting the chiefs to win and getting like plus 105 if you like the chiefs to win the game you should just bet mahomes to win the mvp what yeah, do you think of that a, that's a classic you know argument and you know mahomes is plus 130 and i was just going to go to my, my question was going to be, do you see e, any player other than a quarterback winning MVP in this game? The reason I don't, and so I agree with Carrington, is because I think it's going to be high scoring. If I thought yeah. there was a – if I thought this game was 17-14, well, then if one receiver has 100-something yards or if there's a defensive touchdown or if – you know, Hassan Reddick has two and a half sacks and a forced fumble. Well, then maybe that can be the thing. But like, even if, let's say, Hassan Reddick had two and a half sacks and a forced fumble, if the Eagles win 31-24 and Hurts accounts for three touchdowns, he's winning MVP. Um, I could see... A non, I, I, I could, I could certainly see a non Jalen Hurts Eagle winning more than I could see a non Mahomes Chief winning. I think, I think Mahomes is a very, very safe play if you like the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, Eagles who could win it, not names Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, like they, like Miles Sanders gets two or three touchdowns. He's 25 to one. So I like CJ Gardner Johnson. I think he's 150 to one. Yeah, he is. And my take there was it's almost like, and I like, I freely admit that I don't think it's going to happen, but like my logic there was if you think that Mahomes is the odds on favorite to win, like, what is the inverse of that? Somebody like if he has a bad game and somehow throws like two picks, would that be like? And, and it's looked back on as like those were plays that helped the other team win. Then could that guy win the MVP? Like everybody thought it would be Mahomes, he screwed up. Who's the beneficiary of that? And so I'm like, the dude led the league in interceptions this year. We've seen safeties and defensive backs win the MVP award. That's not out of the question. It's happened 
not a lot, but it's happened a few times. Dexter Jackson, Larry, Larry Brown. Brown, Jake Scott. So I just thought about that. Like, if I put 50 bucks on that and he picks off two balls, like, I got a shot here for a huge payday. So I'll do yeah. that, even even though I think, like, it's unlikely. But I like the... I like the value on it a lot. Enjoy. Enjoy your wager. <laughs> Enjoy kind of- setting $50 on fire. I'm sure you yeah. spent $50 way worse, which I obviously have. Yeah, way worse. Um, all right, well, so those were, my, those were the ones that I was looking at. Gainwell and the sack number and, and the over. Um and and Miles Sanders, if you wanted a Philly long shot, you gave me Gardner Johnson. Any anything else? Anything else we need? Well, to I'm getting here? intel to take the under on the national anthem. Now I'm always like I'm always skeptical of that, but people that keep telling me that are people that like might have heard like warm ups, but I. I'm always so that's what like that's gonna be a lose lose for me. If he if I think it's Chris Stapleton, if I take this information and I don't bet it and he does go under, then I'm gonna be livid. If I bet it and he goes over, I'm gonna be like, you idiot, why did you why did you bet on this? But I'm just well, tr- I'm just being the uh, the messenger here. That's the uh, that's the insight that I'm getting right now. I that's, that's good news. That's that's uh, so so. Who's going to be at the FanDuel party? What's your plan for the rest of the week? Make us jealous. So the Killers are performing on Friday night. I really yep. like them, and so I have a VIP pass. But I'm worried that it's like almost like. Does that mean I'm going to be hanging out with McAfee? No, probably not. Does that mean that Gronk and I are going to be like belly to belly at a bar? Probably not. But I'm hoping that that's the case. Just because, like, I feel like that would impress my wife so much that, like, I could use. Like a selfie with you and Gronk for your wife? That would, like, justify this trip. So Amanda's really weird. Her celebrity crushes Gronk. And that's really demeaning for me because I don't have a lot in common with him. Yeah, man. That's but that's why that's why that's the crush. Steph likes guys with big arms and long hair. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, like awesome. you're not a Hemsworth. You're Danny Parkins. Yeah, I, I, I'm 6'1", 145. You have like a concave like build. Like you're not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's not you. And um, yeah, so if I could do that, like if I could go up to Gronk like in a moment and get him to like record like a personal like cameo situation where he took my phone and like sent her a message back, like I would be set for Valentine's Day. If that happens, like I wouldn't have to get yeah, you got to do, you got to do, I mean, you got to do big things, man. The whole week trip to Arizona. Spencer, so Spencer, be, yeah. Spencer wants bet. us to do a show bet. Yep. Well, we both agree on over in the game, even though Let's, it's a bad, it's a bad number for us now, but 
you, but I mean, we still both like it. So yeah. we just want to say over 50 and a half is the show. Yeah, bet. I love that. Okay. I'm down with that big time, man. All right. Over 50 and a half. Thank you to Spencer Ray. He's Andrew Filipponi, Danny Parkins. We will be, uh, we're doing this Sunday night. So we'll have it for you first thing Monday morning, recapping Chiefs and Eagles. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Peace.